This episode has been sponsored by Mama Rita Money, where we believe an educated society is an empowered and elevated society to connect our mindset mastery to our skill set mastery and our heart set mastery to educate, empower, and elevate you to flourish financially. Check out AchieveFinancialAspirations.com. The Nikki Eason Podcast. This is a podcast for someone who's at a crossroad, not sure where to go, know that they want more, deserve more, not sure how to get there, but it's open to doing something different. They're at the stage of, do I keep going down this road or should I pivot and do something else? Yeah, this is for you. What's up all my listeners around the world? It's your girl, Nikki Eason, the mogul, and welcome back to another episode of the Nikki Eason podcast. Y'all, I got a special person with me today. Oh, super, super special. The moment that I met her, I met her at Terranea Resort at an event that I attended. You know how you just meet people and you're like, this is not the only time I'm going to come back in contact with this person. This is not the only time that we're going to share space or share energy. That is what happened. And I am so excited for her to be here because the moment I met her, she transformed my thought process and mindset around a lot of things that's super important. Without further ado, let me welcome Rita Bakuzi to the mic. How you doing, Rita? I am doing amazing, Nikki. All I could think about while you're doing the introduction is Nikki Eason, the money mogul. Ooh, <laughs> I accept all of okay. that. <laughs> Put that out there. <laughs> yeah, I accept all of that. Nikki Eason, the money mogul. That actually kind of goes together yeah. with the M's and M's. So <laughs> I'm putting it out there. Universe is listening. Nikki Eason, the money mogul. I probably feel like I'm going to feel like that after this when yeah. we finish. But thank you so much for being here, Rita. Like any guest that comes on, I only give them two questions. Two questions. Mm -hmm. The first one is, who are you? And the second one is, how did you get here? And you can take those any type of way, spin it however way you want, but let's dig in. I'm going to do the first one. Okay. Who am I? Yeah, when go I for think it. I of that question and I come to the core is I am a money missionary. And I know that sounds like hmm, money missionary. I'm a money missionary. What I mean by that is I want to create advocacy, awareness, education, and empowerment for all people to understand this relationship with this key resource so we all can be money moguls. Oh my gosh. Mm, I love that because you said money missionary. And when I think about the word missionary, there's a mission in there. There is a mission. Mm. It is uh, because it's a mission of love and passion and money is a currency of love. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. I'm already going there. <laughs> a currency of love. Right. It's an energy. Think about it. Think about how many loving things. Now, money can be the resource for all these money loving things. The issue is the person behind the money. Mm. <laughs> so how are you showing up? Yes. How, how's it showing up for you because of the way you show up? And you get to redirect that. You get to take leadership of that. I learned uh, leadership is not given, it's taken. 
Mm. And so we get to think of this. Right. And so how am I going to take leadership? And I'll tell you why it started like this. Yeah. Is honestly, as a little girl, I always ask questions about money. It was just curiosity, right? It was always important. Haves and have not. Who's going on vacation every year? Who's not? Who's complaining about secondhand clothes? And who, you know, has the dream house that, why, why don't we have that dream house? Um, not that we were living by any stretch of the means in a bad way. I grew up middle income. Mm-hmm. Uh, but had a great appreciation for the resource of money, knew that my father and mother worked very hard for it. Um, so that was the story that I got to create for myself from little, is you got to work hard for the money. Right. Most of us create our stories ever before we're eight years old. Yes. And it's pretty interesting. So that means we are role models for the eight-year-olds and youngers of the world, mm-hmm. right? Our little youngins in the world. And so how are we showing up? How are we showing up for us? How are we showing up for them? If you don't think anybody's watching, they are. <laughs> wow. I can so relate to that because as you're like, work hard for the money, I'm already thinking like, what was modeled for me about money, you yeah. know? Oh my gosh, I'm already like, okay, so that's where that's coming from. Mm, so so we're talking about money. Yeah. Most of us think that when we get to learn about money, and by the way, we get to yeah. have this company, mm-hmm. we get to, this is an opportunity and a gift. And so the thing is, are you going to receive it? Are you open to receiving it? Are you going to take the gift when offered to you? Ah, interesting. Are you even going to see it? Because a lot of times we don't even see it being offered to us. Oh my God. Because... Well, of the relationship we already have the with relationship it? we've already mm. established with it the story so right now what we're getting to is for me it's it money comes in three broad areas that i like to teach about it because i find it systemically easier to do what i call time bending around the learning around money mm-hmm. and the first piece is the mindset yeah so mindset is we'd say oh well that's obvious right because if you say you can't learn you, about money, right? Um, you'd be right. <laughs> Either way, you're I don't right. Want you can't to be right, can't. but you'd be right. <laughs> right. Um, but if we're open to saying it's possible, we don't even have to say I can. Mm. We can say it's possible. Just like baby step it. Yeah. And then when you start to learn, because a lot of us think we didn't learn about money in schools. Mm-hmm. And I like to play with this. How many of us learned about addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division? Right. There's your basic money math. Exactly. For the reason to know how to add, divide, subtract, all of that right. for money. Yeah. It doesn't get into calculus or trig- trigonometry or anything. It's might be algebra. Mm-hmm. Right. There's, you know, it depends on how deep you're going in. I don't know. All of us are going to be financial advisors in the world. Right. Right. Um, I never knew I was going to become a financial consultant in the world and a money coach. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something I said as a little girl. I was just curious. And one of the things as a female is that wasn't a subject that young ladies should discuss. Oh, and you were absolutely right about that. It wasn't appropriate. Uh. It was none of my business. And so if we're all being told whatever story you were told, um, it's the root of all evil, Um, it's for the filthy rich, whatever that story is, then, and you don't want to be any of those things, right? Right. Then what do you do? So the reality is we get to learn about what's possible with it. How do we have a relationship with it? Mm -hmm. What's its purpose in our life? Because I always like to say that 
money as like little dollars, like little soldiers or employees that are working for you. And depending on where you have assigned them or allocated them, that's how they work for you, right? Oh man. Because they do work for you. Yeah. Either well or not, they do work for you. <laughs> it, they're gonna work either way, but it depends on almost the mindset around how you see money, depending on where they're working for you in your life. What's possible, right? Gosh. So on the what's possible in mindset phase yeah. is really it's based on our values in life. It starts, that's the foundation. Mm -hmm. It's not even about the stories because your values can create boundaries and actually like a guiding compass if you know how to direct it because it's about where you're going to land. So you have to have a compass and when that compass is the boundary of your values, then you know where you're spending your time wisely, right? Spending yeah. time, spending oh time and money. Wait a minute, time, hold on, time, literally, time out, spending. <laughs> I didn't even think about that till you said that. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why you There's, say it correlates with time and money. Absolutely. <laughs> Go ahead. And the more anchored you are, and the more on course you are with that compass, where you want to arrive timely, whatever that destination is with your money, is it a dream trip, a house, whatever, building a corporation, whatever it is, mm -hmm. uh, you get to arrive on time. You don't waste time because time is money. Our lives are valuable, valuable, precious resources. And so when you have these values, you can get through pretty much any story that you've gone through. Yeah. Right? You can peel away the layers, if you will, of the onion. And as you do, just like anything else is, we create habits that may not be serving us. So when we peel away what's not serving us, and then we interject a new focus mm. and a new story that you get to, we get to write our stories, we yeah. get to create our lives and the direction of it, then you get to make a connection. And that connection is from a source of love. Mm. It's from, it's what, what fuels you, your heart energy. So for me, it was my kids. Yeah. Right. Uh, I started learning a little bit about money and I just thought, okay, you know, I'm going to get as much as I can get. I thought I wasn't smart enough, you know, average student, daughter of Italian immigrants. Yeah. You know, I'm happy that I'm working in corporate at the time. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more and when we know that we are all so much more if we are open to it and i'm going to say the kicker for me was that you know i was training my time in a setting that wasn't working for me i wasn't happy yeah uh, i ended up getting sick i ended up getting cancer uh no joke it was tonsillar lymphoma why my throat yeah right no voice where i was uh-huh uh. no voice where you are stressors like a lot of stressors. And when that happened to me, I'm going to say we got a kick in our assets. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I <laughs> on the wordplay. Word. Right. <laughs> I know it. Yes, on the I word am play. doing that on purpose. Yes. <laughs> right. Be a little PC. Yeah, yeah. But, no, it's you know. all good. <laughs> but the reality is this happens to people every year. And when I yes. learned that it was like over 60% of all bankruptcies every year in the US are due to medical related issues. My thought was, what did I do to my kids? And how can I prevent this from ever happening to any family 
ever again. And that just set me on, okay, it is my calling. Mm. Sometimes we don't hear our calling. We don't pay attention to because it's scary. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> who, am I, who am I? Who do I think I am? Who, you know, people are going to judge me. Yeah. Um, how can I do that? How like, can I do me? That? Yeah. But if you are dedicated to creating a shift and change and you make a commitment, I kind of call it like a money accumulation pathway system. And it starts with our intentions. Yes. Which is our vision. It matches our vision our mission which we get to manage our mission because sometimes we have these expectations it's great to have big giant juicy beautiful goals Mm -hmm. but you get to have achievable ones as well as the big ones okay because the achievable ones are the stepping stones to the big giant audacious goals Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so keep on your mission and what is what commitment are you going to make do you have time or do you have money oh my gosh wow Sometimes we have time. So time could be going and reading books around the subject matter, whether it's money or whatever you want to learn about and become an expert. It takes about 10,000 hours to become an expert, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Several years. Right. Um, and are you in it? Are you in it? And why are you in it? Yes. I want to point something out about that. When you say it first, definitely think about your intention, your why, because I do believe that whatever intention you have, mm-hmm. that's what's going to come back. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that your intention is in check because if it's not, it's not going to, it's going to show you exactly what your intention was. Exactly. That's why you got to manage the expectations of your mission. Ah, I see. And then when you said about 10,000 hours, I used to hear that whole term for a long time. Like you got to put 10,000 hours in, you got to, but I get that now because it's almost like a level of the commitment. Right. And when you think about commitment and how long that takes to be committed, to be an expert at something, that is that form of putting in the time, right? Right to say you can and you are the expert in it with the 10,000 hours. Or wow. you find someone mm. that might be part of your mission that has some of that, right? So oh, see, I didn't think can, about that. You can. Yeah. That, that, so intentions, expectations. What's your conviction and commitment? What's your skin in the game? That time or money? Yeah. Then go out in your community and start finding like-minded people. Oh, my gosh. And then collaborate with the best power partners you can. Wow. I love the fact that you said collaborate because sometimes, me included, I feel like I would have to get all the information myself when sometimes the collaboration is right there to learn from someone who may already have more skin in the game. That's right. And ideally is now making me think that could add to some of the hours. Right. (laughs) How can you bring value to one another and just level up? Oh my goodness. If we all start coming from that perspective, it shifts everything and makes it go faster. So again, when you go from that mindset, you can connect to your love languages around money or any relationship. There's a good book out there. I'm just going to plug it for Gary Chapman because oh my gosh, the five yes. love languages. Yes. That can be any relationship with any partner. And so I like to do a little play. If money were your partner, uh, how would it feel about you as far as how much time you're spending with it? 
Are you dating your money? Ooh, I love this. I love this. <laughs> Are y'all tuned in? What is your relationship with money? How would money feel about you and what you've been doing with it? Right. And then when you know like these love languages, yeah. I, I find that that's where most of my clients have like these epiphanies. And it's so funny because when I started to do it, I thought, I'm just going to test it out. But it's where most people have their breakthrough. If they understand their gift people, then they understand that they need to do a reward system for themselves. And all of us do. This is not about self-deprivation. Uh-huh. It isn't. It's about abundance. So if you match little goals, then you do yourself a little reward. Um, people who know me, I do my little rewards. You know, sometimes it might be a wine time. Uh, I'm more of a dark chocolate girl. And oh my if I gosh. Have something good, I'm having me a piece of dark chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Love> chocolate. Um, <laughs> it might be, you know what? I'm just going to go sit under a tree and just vibe, feel the ray, like the sunrise. I'm an early riser. Mm -hmm. And I just get to spend time with me and creation. I get to feel myself because I'm a, I tend to be a busy person. Yeah. So I give a lot of my time away to my mission uh, because I know where I want to go and where I want to get to and how I want to help others achieve having what I call the S's of success in money, which are safety, security, stability, sustainability, mm. because that equals success, right? Yeah. We're no longer losing sleep. If we're losing sleep around our money, we're usually not healthy. And then we end up being in that bucket of people who are getting sick and ending up in bankruptcy. And 50% of home losses are due to that. Oh, wow. And 48% of business closures are due to that. And are you hearing that there's a silent epidemic out there that nobody's talking about except for us right now? Yeah, what? Like, why isn't anybody talking about this? It is the reality. So if we can make our relationship really be anchored, we can learn the skills. The skills are like, Learning the addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Yes. Skill set is easy. It's repetitive. It's once you learn it, it's over and over. Mindset gets to be a practice too. And when you connect the two, it is amazingly powerful. And then you connect to your heart set. Right. Right. Ooh, mindset, heart set. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's each set, like your mind, your skill, and your dreams, your heart. We get to keep dreaming and we get to dream really big. We talked about earlier visionaries. Mm -hmm. Visionaries are who create, look at, if, I mean, if you're in America, you're usually in a pretty amazing space. Right. We're pretty blessed. The majority, I'm going to say the majority is we have indoor plumbing. Most of us have food. We have our core basics covered, which is a blessing. I mean, I'm going to say even way back when the Vanderbilts, Rockefellers didn't have indoor plumbing or indoor lighting. Right, right. And we take all that stuff for granted. Oh, gosh. These are yes. gifts. And we get to be in gratitude of all these gifts. That's also part of that mindset focus. What are you focusing on? The scarcity? Mm. The lack? What you don't have? Or what you do have? That's really, really important. If you focus on what you do have, what you can have, what you will have, you know, hold, hold on, because you dropped so many gems in there. But I got to point out the fact that you're saying focusing on what you do have, what you can have, and what you will have. Mm -hmm. Not at many, any point that you're saying what you don't have, what you cannot, what's not for none of the negativity there. So I hear positivity in that and the gratitude piece mm -hmm. of being grateful with what you have. Words are so powerful. 
what's oh. possible every day what's possible anytime you go talk to somebody you want something if you possible? don't ask what's possible then you're not going to get what you want you get to ask what's possible it's just a question but it's a very empowering question mm -hmm. right if somebody you're negotiating with somebody what's possible oh i love it right yes. your job whatever it is what's possible um how do we get to do something oh gosh my gosh i it, if it's taking me a moment to respond it's because i'm taking all this in and realizing even asking the question what's possible how that opens up the possibility mm -hmm. of more mm -hmm. without it being a set no or not or any of that when you ask that question it opens up and it makes me think about you have not because you ask not that's right and you know what that door is called right tell me prosperity Godly. You open the door to prosperity. Oh my goodness. Possibility. You open the door to prosperity for possibility. From possibility, exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, wow. I received I don't know all if everybody's of Everybody's having fun. No, no, no. <laughs> so this gets hey, to be a practice too. This is right? great. Like it gets to be fun. Yeah. It's it is like playing a game. Mm -hmm. Um and I, I, I like to think all of us remember that five-year-old in us. Right. I don't care how old you are. Mm -hmm. uh, you tap into that tenacious nature of a child. How are children? They're tenacious. They're persistent. Mm -hmm. They want something. Hey, a child wants ice cream. They're going to get ice cream some type of way. <laughs> right. They're going to figure it out. They're going to say something, do something. <laughs> Whatever needs to happen for the ice cream to come, it's happening. <laughs> They're going to get it. Yeah. And so we can learn a lot from that. It's basically like relearning what was innately part of us when we were younger. Oh, my gosh. And unlearning. the Well, yes. Like So if you're, I'm going to just say my age because I don't mind, 56. And I have 56 years of bags I'm carrying. Yeah. You know, I get to unload one at a time. And, and you bring up, this brings up a very important point. Grace and space for yourself. Because it took time to get where you were. Yeah. And you may have not realized the habits that got you there. But once you're aware, so I always like four A's, five A's, awareness, mm -hmm. acknowledgement, mm -hmm. your attitude, what's your next act action or activation step so you can get to alignment mm. and be accountable. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, accountability is a huge thing respect order and discipline this is the rod the yeah. golden rod respect order, order and, and discipline, discipline. because this. in order there is ownership wait in order there is ownership yeah so, so if it's out of order it's out of control oh my god message <laughs> And when we get to that heart set, so yeah. on the financial side, this is one thing I want people to think about. Yeah. When you're getting in front of where you're having to ask prospective financial questions, you need to create what's called a purposely leveraged action now. And that's by knowing the purpose, the empowering questions for yourself that you get to ask. And I call that plan that you get to create a financial positioning criteria, mm -hmm. kind of like a GPS. Mm. That gets you to what I call the FPS, which is your financial positioning system. You got to know where you are. Yeah. Right. The reality, create the relationship, 
so that this way you can have the criteria when you get in front of anybody, any financial profession, you know what you want. Right. And you get to direct the meeting. Because mm -hmm. if you come into mm -hmm. a meeting without that criteria, that's kind of like going to Vegas and the house wins. Mm. You know what I hear in that when you say that? It's almost like you got to know. You, you got to know, you got to be aware, you got to know what you want, you got to know what you're asking for. You got to know all the things right, of it all before you come in there because it's almost like if you don't know, right? So cool it, thing about that, you can only grow from what you know. Do you know how many, quotable message, you can only grow from what you know. Wow. Yeah. Friend of mine's grandma told her that you can only grow from what you know and that's so accurate because you've been growing based on what you have been knowing whether that was what you've known whether that's what you believe that's where you're gonna grow but the more that you know the more that you're gonna grow and so oh i talk about reinventing collapsing time right yeah most of us wish we learned would have learned about money from kindergarten to college right things would be really different for most right of us. absolutely yeah. most of us probably would have been millionaires by now mm -hmm. just by not losing money yeah right that we for whatever reasons if it was the 2001.com bust or you know 401k drop um or the 2008 fiasco of real estate, whatever, whatever it was for you or a health event, right? Mm -hmm. I've experienced all of those <laughs> and been able to come back because right. I'm resilient like a child. Yes, right? you are. Yes. <laughs> because my mission is to help not just me, like when I think about other families getting like what I call financial cancer, mm -hmm. how do we help heal them? Well, prevention is always the best. So what if we could learn in 16 weeks, what it would have taken us from kindergarten to college. It's like about 24 hour commitment yeah. over a 16, four month period of time. I'm just wondering how many people would do it. Right. You would think everybody. Right. But that isn't the reality. Mm. Because remember when we go back to the beginning, mm. the story. Yes. What are we telling ourselves? What are you telling yourself? Yeah. And we get to be real about it. And if you really, really want help, then you get to reach out. You get to do things like I did. When I was, I was actually, I had, when I had cancer and my kids were going into junior high and high school, I thought, okay, how am I going to change this for them? You know, I'm sick right now. I can't do anything. I could read. So I, as soon as I was strong enough, got books from the library because we were wiped out financially. Yeah. Right. It's not fun selling all your assets, right? It changes right. people. And many people have gone through those changes, especially those uh, downward years. And how can we create prosperous, prosperous years where we're participating in upsides versus experiencing all these downsides? Mm -hmm. It's a shift. So you get to get educated. You get to read. Mm -hmm. Most people don't like to read after high school. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, it doesn't have to be encyclopedia type books. It doesn't have to be boring. They're our resources that we can go get, start finding one that piques your interest that leads to another that leads to another. Go to there, if you go online, like we have so many sources right now. Now I'm gonna say, don't let Google be your financial person. <laughs> I don't right. know anybody that that's worked out for. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and don't ask other friends that are more broke than you. Uh, right, but consider then, the source is, is what we're saying. Consider the source. <laughs> yeah. 
but definitely start looking for meetings to attend, understand what their background is. Right. This is part of that financial position criteria is like, who are they? How are they making their money? Why are they doing it? Um, and it's okay to know because we all get to make money. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just understanding any motivation or driver for people that may skew what they're doing for you mm -hmm. or may not. It might be totally aligned, but you get to figure that out. Right. Um, I love doing things like mind mapping. So I like to be a little bit creative with this because most of us are visual. We're not all linear. Some people like spreadsheets, mm -hmm. um, mostly the engineer brain types. Yeah. <laughs> but um, for most of us, I think we're visual. And if we can have like a roadmap or a mind map, we start to see that we know more than what we thought. Mm. And we realize that we, what, order to do things that we want to do next you can prioritize them yeah and then you get an accountability partner mm -hmm. i've had one i always i, I gotta plug doug because <laughs> <laughs> uh, this gentleman has been my big brother for mm, 13 years now i met him the year after cancer even though i did not feel phys physically well i went to a money workshop yeah i thought i was gonna die that day because i probably shouldn't have been out yeah but, but I was on mission. Right. Right. Mm. And uh, we just ended up being accountability partners. Now your accountability partner doesn't even need to live in the same city or state as you. Right. Right. Because it's a phone call mm -hmm. and it's a commitment to one another and hearing each other out, maybe in your personal, professional, financial goals, somebody that you can end up trusting. We've had that relationship for over 13 years now. And I definitely would not be here. So finding the right accountability partner. That's why I also working on, I have some groups where people can come and have accountability check-ins like that once they go through a program of mine, because we all want to be like-minded. We want to be on the same platform so we can level up faster. But find communities that work for you, where you're starting, just like I did. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's a step system. Sometimes people jump all into programs. I know I did that. Mm -hmm. Uh, that can be quite a fiscal commitment, yeah. um, especially over a long period of time. Just depends on what your why is. Mm. And it has to come back to that each time. But I want to point something out that I'm that I'm really into things happening the way they happen for a reason. Yes. And I feel like even though what you went through, oh my gosh, like I don't wish that on anyone, but it's like at that time, for you to be down and not uh, have cancer at the time, it's like it made you sit, it made you read, it made you, you know, dive in to this thing. And it makes me think about there's always some type of purpose in the pain mm. beyond what it is, it right? Is. Yep. And you're like, listen, there has to be something, but I think I am so inspired and empowered that you took that and was like, not only am I going to figure all this out and learn this information for me, but then I'm going to turn it to teach other people because I know there's other people feeling the same way. Yeah. But if none of that would have played out. Right. I got to pause. Yeah. And I'm going to oh say, Lord gosh. knows. Right. It takes getting hit by a two boy for, for, for Rita to pause. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, your words, I'm telling you, are so powerful. I used to say, Hey, Lord, hit me with a two by four so I can hear your message so that I could do the mission that I meant to do. I used really? to say that. Yes. Never say that. <laughs> because it's going to happen in some type of way so and you don't know how. huge right. two by four. Yeah. And so now I was like, oh, 
Hmm. I love having the wisdom with clarity and ease come before me. Yes. You know, different mantras, mantras, affirmations, I am's, gratitudes. Those are all great things. Self-care, right? I love exercising. Mm -hmm. um, I've known there's like um, uh, an author. He has a book called The One Word and mm -hmm. his name is John Gordon. And I have like hundreds of resources uh, for different things. So this one word actually finds you. Okay. In, in the process. The book is very skinny, very tiny. Yeah. So he would do these walks that were like prayer walks. Yeah. And I don't know how many books he has now, but many. You can look them up. It's mm -hmm. J-O-N Gordon. So okay. no H. Yeah. Um, there's another John. Gosh. John. No, Jim. Jim Rohn. Yes. Oh, I love Jim Rohn. Right. So amazing. Amazing yeah. because... So most of us, because of money, suffer anxiety, stress, worry, distress. And one of the big epiphanies for me was it could be a habit. It might not actually be an illness that you have. The illness is the habit that has created the illness. Now, I'm not saying stop meds, by the way. <laughs> uh, however, what you do is he has on YouTube, well, he's no longer with us, on YouTube is kick the worry habit. So mm. is it a habit? Hmm. Is right. it a habit? Yes. And in my world, it was, and it was a habit that was created. So when I talk about getting connected with our belief system, right? Belief indoctrinated or formulated, by the way, if something was indoctrinated, you get to formulate a new mm, one. Yes. Love That's that. a choice. <laughs> right. Uh, positive, negative <laughs> thoughts, which we all know, uh, when we are in our emotional state, we are either reactive or responsive. So being an Italian girl from an Italian family, there's a whole lot of reactions going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And I learned a lot of those. And one of the reactions was worry and angst. Oh my God. And if you're in worry and angst, you're either remembering the mistakes of the past or you're thinking of the not what's possible, right. the lack of what, like what might happen that hasn't it even happened, happened, that might not happen Yeah. of the future. You're not being present. Present mm. is a gift. Oh, being present is a gift. Yes, it, it definitely is. And it's so interesting because I feel like that's why they call it the present. Yeah, it's a because gift. Because it is a gift, mm -hmm. you know? But it's so... And that's why it's pausing, not easy to do it. Yeah. So now pausing is different than paralysis, right? So okay. when we're talking habits, we I, I say you either have a victim mentality around habits or victorious. Mm. So are you in a victory state where you're stacking positive habits or are you like, I can't, I won't. It's all these victim type thoughts that are holding you back or you have analysis paralysis um, or are you pausing for a moment? Sometimes it's good to pause. Mm -hmm. I find that, and I've gotten much better. Again, it's a practice, yes. right? These P's pause <laughs> and practice yeah. are really empowering ones. Uh, because just that slowing down enough, this is where like COVID for a mm -hmm. lot of people and a lot of people were scared and anxious and rightfully so. I'm going to say for me, it was a complete redirect because it gave me the time to slow down mm -hmm. almost to a stop to help others with certain aspects that I could, because fortunately I was on Zoom already for seven years prior to it hitting. Mm -hmm. So I could teach other businesses to continue on. Yeah, We should always, like if you're a business, online, offline, 
have both so that this way we're always ready. We don't know what's going to happen in life or as much as we can be prepared and not panicked. Right. Right. So prepared and not panicked. This pausing helps release all these things that you have learned that maybe you haven't even realized that you learned. Mm. And so that they could come forward yeah. to the forefront. And that's what happened for, for me, for sure, of exactly how I could not only teach this, but then I could teach others how to teach it too. So it gets to be something where people learn and earn around money. And again, it's all about advocacy and awareness. So when things shift, like here in California, yeah, like there's this Cal Savers for business owners, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's not the end all be all. And there are other options that might make it way simpler in your business yeah. and keep better retention of your employees that you love mm-hmm. versus, you know, just kind of doing what's told to you. You get to be taught, take a moment to pause so that you make your best decision because it gets very expensive when there's employee turnover. Yeah. Uh, and just, again, awareness, advocacy, m- Put those right steps in place as far as your actions, then the habits, because character is something that directs our destiny, directs us to our destiny. Mm, I love that. Character is something that directs us to our destiny. And are your, is your character of integrity? Is, are you of community? Are you about wisdom? Are you about caring? What are you about? Oh my gosh. I'm going to keep saying this because it's, it's still coming back to what are you about? You, your intention, your character, your integrity. That's what's going to direct where you're going. Mm-hmm. And all the other pieces start to fall into place. Exactly. It Once really you get clear. It to be a step system. It's so simple. And then it's repeatable. That's what's so cool. And all you do is just kind of like, Step up, level up, step up, level up, and just keeps on going and going. Mm. I like the fact that you said the step up to the level up. It's almost like you, each step you take, you're improving now because now you're practicing it. You want it and you get ready to go up and now your mindset is changing and it's just improving. I think one of my favorite quotes is like the level up is about improving, not impressing. And when you can get into the state of just becoming better, letting go of some of the things that's no longer serving you. Being okay with that, understanding where it's coming from, but finding the thing, knowing your why, knowing your intention, setting new habits, getting into the gratitude space, all of that, that is an improvement of where you used to be. And I think sometimes we don't do that enough. We don't do it enough. We don't even congratulate ourselves enough that we do that. And, I, and it's a point you made earlier about the reward, you know, rewarding yourself for the small things. And I know I specifically have to work on that too of like, Nikki, look how far you came. Look at you. And you get right. to. And you, you get, get to, to. Right? And I'm going to tell you, you one get sim- to. a simple one love that I that. love to share with people is yeah. create a contract of wins. Something that is what I call Gosh. a documented, literally a document that declares what you have done. It declares your win. It's evidence of what you have done. Where yeah. do you have that? I love that contract of wins. So how does it work? You simply write up a contract this week. I'm going to accomplish these three things. Mm -hmm. One, three, just depends where you're at. It could be one, but at least one, Mm -hmm. but maybe three things. By the end of this week, I'm going to achieve these three things and they get to be achievable. Yeah. Right. Don't downplay what you're doing. Right. Whatever you're doing, you committed to the do. Sign it. 
by what like by the end of this week by the end of this month so you have a time period mm-hmm. mm. and create a book of your contract of wins so that at the end of the year gosh if you do a three a week times 52 weeks oh that's a gosh. lot of wins yes you could write a book on your wins. Exactly. That is a whole book. <laughs> but but what I hear in that is that you're holding yourself accountable. And now it's something like written. And it makes you think about when you go into some type of contract or agreement mm-hmm. with, with something or something or company or whatever. Or even yeah. when you sign up for something, some type of subscription. There's something that, that you sign. Cool if a company would do a contract of wins to show you how amazing you were at the end of the year? That would be great. Um, um, <laughs> we might have to do something like that. <laughs> I mean, think how different the energy or the atmosphere in companies would be if you you actually did that. You know, there, I love that. I, Is it? Nobody's doing that? We need to. No, the, I'm, okay, I'm okay. doing that. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm teaching. Rita's putting I'm it out there. Let's do that. that. Yeah. That's part of life. That's okay. part of our lives, right? For me, at least, and, and the clients that have worked with me and that yeah. I've been able to coach and share with. Um, oh, I love very specifically, that. Friend. When you're talking about, you know, when the stepping up and I, I have a little grandbaby, mm-hmm. and as I've seen him grow, right, he used to crawl up our stairs, right? Mm determined to get yes. to the top. Yes. Now he's a little bigger and he's taking these giant big steps that are bigger than his legs can barely stretch, but he is determined to level up with the full like stretch from yeah. step to step. And that's how we get to grow. Oh, we I get to that. grow like that wherever you're starting from. Again, grace, space, be mindful. There is a quote from uh, a movie that's coming out. It's called Cabrini, and it's on International Women's Day. Okay. Uh, It is about a woman who became a missionary Mm -hmm. against all odds. Super cool movie. But one of the quotes is, you can rise to, uh, wait, you can fall to the level of your weakness and rise to the level of your purpose. Oh, my gosh. When you say that, I'm hearing a lot from that because so very often... We let our weaknesses define us mm-hmm. and we fall and we stay there. But I like the fact that you, in the end, it said, or you, or you can rise to the level of your purpose. Mm-hmm. And in that rising up to, to your point about your nephew, you say, right? Grandson, you know, stretching further mm-hmm. than what the leg was even <laughs> able to do. <laughs> and I want to specifically say the word stretching. Yeah, because we don't realize that you're just being stretched yep. sometime and starting before you're ready, right. even if you don't have the things all you need to do it. But the fact that you stretch, the fact that you reach, the fact that you start, that is some form of leveling it's up. It's an exercise. Golly. It's a practice. It's an oh, exercise. Oh, Rita, this is so good. And all you get to do is just go exercise. Right? And if you look at it like that, same thing with exercising, right? Right. right. I mean, eventually <laughs> it gets easier. I yeah. Mean, I've been doing a hike. Uh, and in the beginning, honestly, like actually right after I had cancer treatments, I couldn't walk up the hill without my husband helping me pull up. Mm-hmm. So I started to learn to eat healthier and do better. And I got better and I got detoxed. And it used to take me, well, the first in the beginning, it used to take me about over a half hour to do a mile, probably 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And now I, I do three rounds, so three miles, and I can actually walk. I intentionally walk uphill backwards for some of it yeah. to work my quads. Right. And I can do that three miles in less than 45 minutes, even walking uphill backwards. Yes. But I started by my husband helping me walk mm. up after my cancer treatments. Right. I couldn't do it. 
and look at how healthy and, you know, being in remission. I'm in remission and I'm on a mission. That's it. I'm in remission and I'm on a mission. Beautiful. We get to turn it all around. Oh, but you made the decision. And, that's and you all stay, it is. that's it's a decision it. and a choice. That's it. That's and it. you made the decision, you made the commitment, you're still doing it. I'm inspired. So. I'm over here like, okay, list of things I got to do. <laughs> this is great. Absolutely wonderful. And it's just, it's just an honor Thank to hear you. your story, to know all of that. You walk through all of that. And to be everybody to, has a story. It's oh my gosh. Y'all have a story. Oh my gosh. What's this is yours so and good. how are you going to change it? That's mm. what I want to know. What do you see? What are you going to claim? Mm. What's going to be your driver that no matter what, because there are days that I want to quit, trust me. Of course, right? <laughs> me too. Oh like, my gosh. okay. When you get into business, it's a whole nother level right. of faith. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Our message. It is. <laughs> and it, it has is. to be unwavering faith. Right. A lot of times. <laughs> No joke. We ask anybody. Sometimes they don't even know what, if they're being truthful, mm. you don't even know what you're doing. You're just putting your best foot forward. And that's all you can do. That's just it. every day. If I think last year, my word was excellence. And it's like, how could I live a life of excellence? Mm -hmm. If tomorrow I weren't to be here and my, what would my legacy be mm. to anybody? Like, what is it? So how can I show up and just be the best? Some days being your best is like, maybe just throwing the covers off. <laughs> right. Right. You may not even be stepping out of the bed. It might be just uh, one step. Mm -hmm. Right. And the next day it's like, okay, I'm going to sit up. going to get me, I'm going to get my two feet on the floor. Mm -hmm. And if you can get your two feet on the floor, once you get your two feet on the floor, right foot, think left foot, you. <laughs> so sometimes when I'm not feeling it, I remember when I step out of bed to say, thank you. First thing. Cause I'm stepping out of it. Yes, bed. absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Right foot thing, left foot you. Mm -hmm. mm, love that. Love that. I was going to say, what are some last things you can give to the people? <laughs> but that was a lot. But there's there anything else you would like for people to, to get? Because if you didn't, y'all have to listen to this like two, three times because there's so many things that Rita has said, but any last thoughts that you would share to the so listener right now? And then one resource. Yeah. So the thought is the one thing that helped me shift is one of my coaches and I've had many over the 14 years or actually it's 17 years now <laughs> was when are you going to step into your greatness? Cause somebody's waiting for you. Oh man. That mm. was a deep question. Yes. It has never left me. Yes. And every day I step into my greatness by just, being the best person I can be. And like I said, some days there might be days where I don't feel like getting out of bed and it's just like, okay, I'm going to allow myself to pause and heal. Yeah. And then I'm going to get up and do my best. Mm -hmm. And today my best is I get to let myself heal. But don't stay there. There gets to be an end point. Mm -hmm. I give myself usually, usually one day, but I'm going to say sometimes I get tired. I tire myself out because I'm on this mission um, I don't get to stay in bed more than like three days. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds like a lot, but it depends what point you're at in right. your life and what's going on. Cause there could be a whole lot coming down and that's what you need. Yeah. But don't stay there. Call somebody, reach out to somebody, talk to somebody, find somebody. If you can reach your cell phone, just press a number for it to call somebody. If you don't, can't even think of who to call. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. 
reach out, reach out because it's the most important connection with one another is so important. And if nothing else, feel free to reach out to me. Um, my website is achievefinancialaspirations.com. Achievefinancialaspirations.com. But it's so much more. Oh my God. Achievefinancialaspirations.com. Go explore. And when are you going to step into your greatness? Because mm -hmm. somebody's waiting for you. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Did you get that? Did you get that? When are you going to step into your greatness? Because somebody's waiting for you. Y'all, listen, I hope this watered your soul the way that it watered mine. And now you understand what's next and what you need to do. This blessed me, and I hope that it blessed you. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Much love. Peace. This episode is sponsored by Mogul Moments, a global brand that specializes in content, clothing, and collaboration. We help you find the miracle of greatness under love within you so you can make a statement that's powerful. So get ready to believe in yourself, overcome fear, and practice gratitude along your pathway to purpose because you got work to do. Think about that. Mogul!